The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan has moved into the big blue building on Highway 16 West, formerly known as Border City RV. Shop in comfort with over 100 new and pre-owned vehicles all inside our giant showroom. This is the largest and the longest indoor sale in the history of the Border City. Sales and service all under one big roof. Come check out the massive savings in this massive building. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, now in the big blue building on Highway 16 West. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. Local people. Local news and events. Local sports. Local matters. For all things Lloydminster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price. Hey, welcome to the show. Today, I'm Kurt Price of the new Lloydminster Nissan, and the new Lloydminster Nissan has moved. We're now outside of Lloydminster, oh, less than five minutes. You'll find us in Cam's Industrial Park, and when you come out and see us, you're going to say, where are all the vehicles? They are all inside, and we invite you to come indoors and have a look. There's no pressure sales. Just come in and have a walk around those vehicles. Take a look at the new and the pre-owned inventory for yourself, and if you need help, sales is right there to help you with that if you have any questions and it's a great time to purchase a vehicle right now because this week only that means through saturday only cars are at cost at the new lloydminster nissan and yes that's new and pre-owned vehicles at the new lloydminster nissan five minutes outside of town in the big blue building in cam's industrial park just follow the signs you can't miss us and we want you to come inside and have a look around. Well, we're here today at the Indigenous Makers Market at Lakeland College, and uh, we're all set up, ready to go. So if you're looking for some art, you're looking for some food, you're looking for some beautiful clothing, some jewelry, you'll find it here at the Indigenous Makers Market. And we're excited to be here today as somebody walks by with some popcorn that just looks absolutely fantastic. So this is your invitation to come down. They're going to be here till about 1.30 uh, this afternoon. Uh, BioClean Disaster Services is committed to you and your family. Now, yes, they are also committed to taking care of your property and to taking care of your possessions. But really, when it comes down to damage from wind, fire or flood and you are faced with challenges that you've never been faced with before and you're looking at when can you get your life back to where it was watching TV in the basement just doing things in the basement with your family or whether it's even just being at home again and having that kitchen to work in and all that stuff well BioClean Disaster Services is going to take care of you and your family and keep you up to date along the way they're a local company serving Cold Lake Bonneville Wainwright and of course Lloydminster and they will work as quickly as they can of course to get all that stress off of you but their main priority is getting you and your family back to where you were before the disaster. They're easy to get in touch with. Of course, you see their name on the swimming pool because they are so local. So call BioClean Disaster Services at one 246 8326 Well, it's getting closer, isn't it? I mean, Christmas is just around the corner and this Indigenous Makers Market would be a great place to shop for those that are hired to buy for. 
And one of the things you might be looking for is a new calendar as we head into the new year. Well, the Loymister Motor Club is currently selling 2024 calendars that features members of the club with animals. And that's in support of the Lloydminster SPCR, what is now known as Border Paws Animal Shelter. And the calendars are available at uh, some different places, including at Border Paws. But you can also get them at Battery World, Clenetizing Dry Cleaners and DigiTech. Big Brothers Big Sisters has launched their Ignite a Little Sparkle campaign from now to December 21st. You can make a donation to Big Brothers and Big Sisters and you can get your name on a strand of lights. And as each strand is filled with sponsorships, they will plug that strand in. So donations of $20 or more will get you a tax receipt. And if you'd like to donate, you can call Big Brothers and Big Sisters at 306-825-5757. Join myself and Heather Cleggis at the Lloyd Mall tomorrow where we will be wrapping gifts. The Lloyd Missionary of Brain Injury Society is once again wrapping gifts at the Lloyd Mall. It's perfect for those that don't like wrapping gifts or are just no good at it. And we'll be helping Labus, of course, who are open until Christmas Eve at 5 p.m. wrapping your gifts. You heard that right, guys. So they're there on Christmas Eve, which I know is really going to help out those late shoppers, which I may be one of this year, actually. Uh, but they're there today till 5, uh, tomorrow noon to 5, and each day this week. And we're going to be there from 4 to 7 on uh, Friday night. So we hope to see you there. Tomorrow is Project Pallet at the Lloydminster and District Co-op. Co-op, the GOAT, and Rosano Transport are teaming up to collect donations and try to fill as many pallets with food as is possible. And that will be distributed to the Salvation Army and also the Olive Tree. Last year's event raised $26,000, and this year you can imagine the need is even higher. So purchase a pallet yourself, add to a pallet, or make a donation at the till. And again, that's this Friday, tomorrow, December the 15th. The Parade of Lights is back in downtown Lloydminster one week from today. It starts at 7 o'clock. Ryan LeBlanc has been happily helping to organize the parade for many years now. This is the ninth annual. And he, along with the Lloyd X, told us that they are still taking those entries. Good. We're, I just actually checked this morning. We're at 20 uh, right now. So, And that's about par. Um, that last you know couple weeks going into the parade is when everybody gets their entries in. So, but I would encourage everybody to get their entries in if you're, if you're thinking of participating. So, um, you know, get them in. And, and uh, in the past, we've had anywhere from 40 to 60 entries. So it's, it's, it's looking like it's going to be on par for what's normal. Uh, what's the deadline? Uh, you know what? We'll take entries right up until the parade, honestly. They just get put to the back. But, um, you know, we, we want to have everybody, try and have everybody in by the 15th if possible. But. The Lloydminster Lions annual sock drive continues and wraps up with the final day tomorrow. Uh, the Lions are once again collecting socks to donate to different charities and organizations here in Lloydminster. Those charities organizations include the Men's Shelter, the Interval Home, among others. So socks can be dropped off at Northern Factory Workwear, the Legacy Center, or at Exhaust Masters. Email Lloydminsterlions at lloydminsterlions at gmail.com if you have any questions about the sock drive. And I don't know if you've seen the Lloyd Mr. Kinsman Christmas tree lot, but they're running out of Christmas trees. Their Christmas tree lot is located in the parking lot at Aztec Safety. They're open from noon to nine today and tomorrow, and they might sell out. But if they're back on the weekend, Saturday nine to nine and Sunday 10 to six, of course, when you purchase your tree with the Lloyd Mr. Kinsman Club, they put those dollars right back into the community. And the Border City Farmer's Market is back again today at the Service Sports Centre. It runs from noon to 5, and you can catch their final big Christmas market Saturday. And that runs from 11 to 5 at the Service Sports Centre. They're expecting over 100 vendors again 
for Saturday and some different vendors than were there last weekend. And once again, we're going to be there uh, this weekend as well again. Uh, one of the groups that will be there at the Farmer's Market is the Lloydminster Kinnett Club. And Leanne Wildeman told us that they'll be back on Saturday. And there's a few ways that you can support the club who support the community. One of those ways is with a chance to win money. The other is a very tasty treat. And so for several years, we've been selling Kinect candy trays. And uh, so we have three sizes of candy trays for those hard to buy fours. Heather, if you're listening, Kurt's already eyed some up. <laughs> Apparently and... I bought one for Don Whiting earlier too. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, we've we've got that happening and you know, we can do some pre-orders as well and get those sent out this weekend um, as well as next weekend we'll be here. And so um, for 10, 20 or $30, you can purchase some um, Connect candy trays. We also have our Connect cash calendars where every month, if you purchase a ticket for $20, you have an opportunity to win some cash in your pocket um, during the month of January. So a great way to start off 2024. Lashbird is hosting their first ever Santa Claus Day this Saturday from 3 to 7. We're, once again, we're going to be at the Service Sports Centre on Saturday and uh, they're going to join us to tell about their Lashburn Santa Claus Day with horse draw and sleigh rides, free public skating, hot dog sale, wiener roast and fireworks that go at 6 o'clock. Well, you can save $10 per ticket right now by purchasing your ticket before December 31st for the Mar Wayne Community Playground Association's Comedy Night. Comedy Night features Kelly Taylor. Kelly will be in Mar Wayne on Saturday, February the 10th. There's a supper at 6, the show at 8. Tickets are available on Eventbrite, and the night also features a dance. Tickets right now, $65, and in the new year, those jump up to $75. So now is the time to get those tickets. Uh, no winner last night. The Lloyd Mr. Exhibitions chased the ace. Hard to believe, but there's just one more draw in the Lloyd Mr. Exhibitions chase the ace before Christmas. The chance to win some Christmas money. That's Wednesday at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill. There are 38 cards now remaining in the deck and a jackpot that reached over $55,000 on Thursday will start at $53,000 today. Last night's winner took home just under $2,400. Talk about some Christmas cash. Now, tickets are just $10 for three or twenty-five uh, for uh, $10 or three for 25, eight for 50 or 20 for 100. And getting those tickets is real easy. There's a couple ways you can do it. You can stop it at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition or go to LloydX.com and use your credit card or get more information on how to e-transfer. Get your e-transfers in before Sunday at noon. Well, some, if not most, of the best men's curlers in the world are coming to Lloydminster on January 10th to 14th in the Aztec Safety Challenge presented by Wild Rose Pump and Compression. And we talked to Jeff Mulligan and uh, Caitlin Mulligan earlier about how many curlers this is going to bring to Lloydminster. It's not only about volume, it's about the quality. The best men's curlers in the world come to Lloydminster, and they told us they're hoping to make this an annual thing. Now, you can go back and watch our show with Jeff and Caitlin and find out how you can take your family to the Lloydminster exhibition and catch the curling and maybe even meet some of these great curlers on Friday, January the 10th. It's not just the name. 
it is Superior Water. Superior Water has two locations in Lloydminster, and they're open on Sundays to make filling your big blue jugs a whole lot quicker. And if you want great tasting water right from your tap, call Superior Water and ask about their under-the-sink reverse osmosis systems. 780-875-6636. I drink Superior Water because I like the taste, and I believe it is superior to anyone else's water. Superior Water open on 57th Avenue, Monday to Friday, 8 to 6, Saturdays and Sundays, 10 to 5, Plus, of course, they have a coin-operated location on Highway 17 South. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this Indigenous Makers Market, and we'll meet some of the makers as well. At Lloydminster and District Co-op, membership matters more. Because being part of a co-op means you're connected to something bigger than yourself. From long-held legacy by those who built our communities, to people you call family, friends, and neighbours. When you're a Lloyd Co-op member, you're an owner in a local business that prides itself on purpose alongside profit. You earn cash back, you help support causes that matter most, and you're building a better way of life for the next generation. Membership matters more. I'm Brian Zintruck of PipelineOnline.ca. I used to be a pipeliner and I've spent the last 15 years reporting on energy in Saskatchewan. PipelineOnline.ca provides comprehensive coverage of light oil, heavy oil, lithium, helium, power production including coal, wind, solar, geothermal, natural gas and nuclear. There's a lot happening in Saskatchewan's energy sector and Pipeline Online is there for all of it. No one else comes even close. It's more than just taxes at LNA CPA. Assurance, accounting, retirement planning, estate planning, business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNA CPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNA CPA, with offices in Provost, Vermilion, and Lloydminster. Well, welcome back. We are at Lakeland College today where the Indigenous Makers Market will happen till around 1.30. If you get out here before 1.30, you should catch the uh, Indigenous uh, Makers Market. And uh, joining us right now are the organizers of this market. We have uh, Tanisha Jordan and we have Joelle McNabb joining us and uh, both work for Lakeland College and uh, Tanisha has a booth here as well but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, let's talk about this market. How did the idea for this originate? Actually so this Indigenous Makers Market I think this might be its second annual um, time. Uh, initially I think it was a fundraising initiative and those funds were supposed to go back into the Indigenous Student Council Fund that we operate here. Um, Last year I don't think was as big as this one because I think there's actually snow last year and there's a snowstorm <laughs> where a lot of people were prevented from coming but yeah that's that's the grassroots of it. How many how many makers do you have here? I saw you adding more tables so more people have shown up. Yeah, we were worried we weren't going to have enough tables but right now we have um, I think we have 12 vendors which is pretty great. We were yeah. going to have 20 but a few people couldn't come and maybe even one or two more coming. So when we're talking about what we have here today, just a quick overview, what are you seeing? What are you seeing from these makers? We're seeing beautiful ribbon skirts. Um, we're seeing 
lots of artesians with beading. Um, there's some popcorn from Verna. She's amazing. MK Graphics has handmade screen printed shirts, mugs, great Christmas gifts. It really is all over the place and it's amazing. Is there a cost to come in for the, for the Maker's Market? No, it's absolutely free to come in. Why did you guys want to do this? Um, I think it's important to like eliminate gaps to opportunities for Indigenous people. So it was actually free to have a table here this year and then also free admission. And I think it's about making as much opportunity as we can. Well, that, that's kind of what the program, what, what you guys are here for. Tell us about what your role is with Lakeland College. Yeah, so I'm the Indigenous Student Support Manager here at Lakeland College, so I'm on the Lloydminster and the Vermilion campus. Um, I want to say that there's four main areas, objectives that I'm supposed to hit. So number one is culture. I love so how you said supposed to. Supposed to. <laughs> yeah. It's more than that, that's why. Yeah. Um, but to bro- like just to make it a broad statement, it would be like bringing culture in, um, academics, finances, and then wellness overall. So it could be like we've had our TP Rising events, um, sometimes advocating for students who said, hey, I only got like a 75 and I really think that I should have gotten a 90, you know, and being that academic um, advocate for them. That kind of go-between? Yeah. So I, I kind of describe us as we're the connector. Yeah, for Indigenous learners. Um, what, what is your role, Joelle? I'm cultural support, so I help with the event management and the social media. I'm just a recent hire, so we're kind of sorting out the kinks of that, but I'm basically here to help Tanisha with all of the things she needs help with. What was the response like when you, like how long have you been planning this, the, the Indigenous Makers Market? Um, I've been planning it only about maybe six to eight weeks. We knew we wanted something. I wanted something big. I wanted something that brought the community together in the spirit of reconciliation to celebrate the Indigenous culture, but to feature the artisans and the hard work that goes into the things that they make. Tanisha, you kind of mentioned we wanted to give them a space and, and show them. Why is it important to give Indigenous uh, makers their own space? I often reflect on the statement that BDC researched, and it said that if we were to eliminate all barriers and gaps and opportunities for Indigenous people, Canada's overall GDP would grow by $27.7 billion. And I kind of have that in my head a lot when I do these events because I I think that, you know, number one, making these tables free, making admission free, like I think that's enormous opportunity. We're still having people come in and set up. and that's just why I do things. How would you like to grow this? Like, is this something you like to make bigger and bigger yeah, so, every year? Um, Lakeland already come and they said this is a really great setup before people came. Um, they want to make like permanent signage that's not dated so that we could do this year after year around this time. Exactly where we're set up now, they said we could go further down towards the Big Juba or further down that way towards the Students Association. So um, I think it's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, we should let people know you're not going to have to search for this market. No. You'll see it as soon as you walk in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that I'm that you guys want to let people know about this market or what you do here at Lakeland College? I mean, I think it's just important for people to know that we're here, students, future students, community members. Um, we're here, like Tanisha said, to bridge the gap between Indigenous and Lloydminster. And when it comes to Christmas, it's a great time to do some Christmas shopping as well. Oh, yes. So um, I always say to try and support local. I'm a huge advocate for supporting local. 
I try and do all my Christmas shopping local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, and I think that some of the stuff that you find here, whether it be beaded lanyards or there's bannock down there, they have popcorn. She's great gonna sell out. Stocking yeah. stuffers, right? Walmart and Winners aren't going to do a happy dance, no. but an indigenous crafter might do a little jig. <laughs> and they're so unique. Some of the items here, you won't find them anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's, I've took it, I've taken a, a little walk around and, and seen some of the stuff that's going on. There's also some programs that I didn't know existed, and yours is one of them. We're going to talk to Maverick Ann about that yep. in just a few minutes, because I had no idea that you guys did what you're doing to entice uh, indigenous youth to think about becoming firefighters. Yep. And, and other, uh, among other emergency services as well, Just I'm sure. Just emergency services industry yeah. altogether, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk to Maverick about that in a few minutes, but I want to thank you both for inviting us out here, for having us out here. Yeah. It is, uh, I hope you do grow it because there's, there's something about it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kurt. We'll be, take a break. Be right back. At Jason Arden and Associates Cooperators, we're proud to be a top-rated local insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first. At Cooperators, one of our core values is to support the communities we live in. When you support Jason Arden and Associates Cooperators, you are supporting local nonprofits and initiatives. Since 2020, we have donated 60000 to local nonprofits, youth sponsorships, and various special projects. When was the last time your insurance company did that? How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House of Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Welcome back. We're at the Indigenous Makers Market today, and uh, excited to be here and talk about some of the products that you're going to find here today. Now, Jasmine Gardner is, Gartner yeah. is, is not here today as a... Um, a vendor no. or a maker, but uh, she is uh, sitting in a booth over here because, uh, well, tell us what you're doing at this booth with the art over here. Yeah, my name is Jasmine. Um, I work as a navigator here at the college in the Indigenous Support Services, and I'm just mounting a table for one of our students, Nevin Jarvis. Uh, she takes our energy program here, and she has some really cool Indigenous prints. Um, she kind of has done it to connect with her grandpa, and then she makes them just uh, original and then puts them all into print. So we're here to help her out with that and hopefully sell some of her products. Can you tell us a little bit more about Nevin? Like, I'm really, ex like, I'm really interested in the part where you said 
she wanted to reconnect with her grandpa. Yeah. Connect with her grandpa. So she grew up here in Lyminster. Um, she said that she started doing this just kind of, I guess, as a hobby, and then it kind of grew into more. And uh, her grandfather was Indigenous, so she just kind of started painting, and that's how she kind of connects to him. So. So you're over here with her art, and I was looking at that art. Yes. It is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanted to find out more, certainly coming down here, you could make a purchase today. But yes. you can also find her art on the internet. Yeah, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook, and it's at Nevin Jarvis Art. So she's taking the energy program here, yes. and and she's also um, an artist. Yes. Which way is she gonna lean when? Like, do you think she'll keep doing this? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to talk to her in the future, maybe. Well, and you know, buy some of that art. It's gonna go up in price if she takes the energy. <laughs> yeah, <no>. exactly. <laughs> now Maverick exactly. Han joins us too. Maverick has been on the program before. You know that he's a local firefighter, and I had no idea that he was working with uh, Tanisha. And uh, you guys are doing something very unique. Tell us what. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so what we do, uh, my name is Maverick Khan, and I've been with the Lloyd Fire Department for roughly about 15 years. And then about a year ago, we started a company called Isco Teo Training. So there's a different, couple different ways to say it. We say it in the Cree, it's a Cree word for fire. So we thought that was kind of a unique way to do, to talk about our program and to get our kind of image out there a little bit. So what we do is we do an Indigenous firefighter training on and off the reserve. So we've done three programs out at Lakeland College. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to inspire Indigenous people across Alberta, Saskatchewan, and ideally all of Canada too. But to show them what it's like to be in the emergency services. So whether that's firefighting, whether that's EMS program, uh, we can actually go right out to reserve and do the training. Um, we've done worked with social assistance quite a bit. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> remember last year when we did that mental health talk, we do a bit of, of the mental health aspect to it as well. So then we really relate to a lot of the Indigenous people and, and talk about trauma, PTSD, anxiety, depression, all, all those uh, mental illnesses that come with, the, come with the job. So it's a very important thing that we're we're gearing towards so it's been it's been we've I think we've done seven programs this year so far so three out at Lakeland College and then an additional four on between Frog Lake, Cold Lake and Onion Lake so it's been very very interesting and a good good start. So um, uh, Tanisha was telling me that there's less than two percent of firefighters in Canada that are indigenous yeah. or, or in emergency services to less than two percent it's just in firefighting yeah. just in firefighting just in firefighting yeah so that's something that we that's our goal that's our goal with with doing this program is trying to increase that number obviously we're giving them the opportunities and the chance we really want to work with the a mentorship program and not just do this program and then leave them and never talk to them again we do surveys we do follow-ups with them we partner with a, a company front that works with JBC and the Justice Institute out of BC so then they can actually have a mentorship program and do and help them with funding and the whole aspect of it so that's the whole reason we try to get get through to the indigenous people is show them that maybe they want to get maybe they want a job in the urban or municipal department or maybe they want to stay on the reserve and come back and that's a that's a very important thing is we show them what show them what there is is firefighting is and emergency services is because a lot of the reserves are very short with volunteers so then we could come in, show them a bit of the program, inspire them to to do it, and we've had a few people on 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 uh, that have actually joined departments as well, like within Frog Lake and Cold Lake. They've actually joined their local departments, so it gives them a little bit of experience. And then if they want to get off the reserve and, and work municipal, maybe they'll come back. That's kind of the whole the whole part of uh, what why we're doing this. So Maverick, like less than two percent. Why is that? Like, what are you finding out that is the reason for that? I would say a lot of a lot of um, 
a reason why would be limitations on on some of this stuff. So I know they don't have quite the same opportunities that uh, that we have. Um, a lot, I would say that's probably one of the biggest things. Is not the not the amount of opportunities. So it's not it's it's the generational trauma. It's getting funding for school. It's leaving the reserve. Really understanding what it's like to be in a city so we try to work on like a bit of a pathway program and a lot of them don't want to do it right away it might be a two-year program high school education is a big one driver's license those are kind of two of the and some of the criteria like the Lakeland College does have for to get into fire school is generally high for the average person you need to you need a science 30 you need driver's license with a, a class 5 with an air endorsement in there so some of those things are, are tough to get so we are constantly talking to Lakeland College and seeing if there is opportunity for them to come in and maybe have like a program kind of a pathway program for them to finish that in the time that they're in school so I'd say that's one of the biggest limitations. How important is it for you what you're doing here? It's super important you know I've never I never thought even when I pitched this idea to Tanisha about a year and a half ago she thought I was crazy I told her I was I want to go to reserves and teach fire training and she's like you need to come with a better idea. You need to come with something else. Because I had this idea that was like up in the clouds and I needed to put it on paper and you need to really like talk about the logistical side of it. Um, it's it's very re- rewarding to like to do this program. It's not just a, it's not like we're just doing this program to make money for this. We're showing that we're showing the community that there's these communities that there is a life out there. And I think the, the biggest thing is like me relating to a lot of a lot of it with the mental health aspects of it, with the PTSD and some of the trauma that I've dealt with in my within in the last 5 to 10, 15 years of my career, I can really relate to a lot of them. And every time we talk about that, it's it usually hits home for them. So then we're we're really gaining the really gaining the trust with the with the reserves and and really understanding what they what they need, doing needs assessments with them. So that's a very important aspect. Why why it's so important to me is it's it's uh, very fulfilling. Yeah. Well. I, I was talking to Tanisha, and I, I know you guys aren't getting rich off this program. Let's put yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah. Especially when you're giving some of your product away when mm-hmm. you're when you're talking to these uh, these students. You do have some of those products here. Tell us about yeah. them. So <clears throat> we have a product, uh, Iscoteo Training, is what our what our name is called. Uh, it took me probably about three or four to, three or four months to actually figure out how to say Iscoteo. I wanted you to say it. I didn't want to yeah. say it. <laughs> There's another. You could say it. Iscoteo, Iscoteo, Iscoteo. We've talked to quite a few people, quite a few Indigenous people, and they, that's what they said is the the proper way to say it because it is Escuteo. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have this product here. We do a local company called Collab. So Collab is uh, Mikey Dubs, uh, Clark Jury, and Neki Jamal started a company. And they do, basically, they just do printing of, of different materials. So we have toques, hoodies, hats, uh, T-shirts, some drawstring bags. So the unique thing about it is we, the color logo on here, it's actually the Medicine Wheel colors that we that we put on there. So we call it Escoteo training. It is fire training. We also do paramedic training as well too so we wanted to we wanted to incorporate what could what could do the most for kind of the biggest bang for our buck and we found we put the medicine wheel in there we actually had the guy from mike dubs knows a guy from adidas and it was actually one of the marketing designers from from adidas that helped us design this logo we probably have about 10 different versions of this logo and it took us about probably about three months and i'm not gonna lie i'm not the i'm not the artsy type so i passed that right on to tanisha and then mike mike helped us out with that and then Pass this on, so they've helped us out uh, drastically with with the startup. So we're very, we really enjoy it, really like it. There's lots of, we don't really even sell this stuff honestly a whole ton. We just we sell it here and there just to get our get our image out and get our logo out there as much as we can. A lot of this stuff is usually just giveaway. So 
I know our accountant doesn't love that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Those are really nice toots. They are, yeah. Like, yeah. and we were looking at some of your T-shirts. There's hoodies over there. Yeah, really? well, I'll call them bunny hugs. But, yeah, uh, I call them bunny hugs too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, if if, the, if you miss you here today. Yeah. Where can you find out more information? So we have our website. We have Facebook, um, just so Escoteo Training on our website, and the, or sorry, on Facebook, and then we also have a website as well, just uh, EscoteoTraining.ca, is where and we sell we sell right on there. You can pay with like Apple Pay, Google Pay, e-transfer. That's kind of the easiest way. If if anyone is interested in getting these products, we do sell them on there as well. So Jasmine, how did you guys find all these indigenous makers? Well, so Joey McNabb that works with us, she kind of reached out to a lot of makers and put it out there to everyone. And it's a busy time of year, obviously, with Christmas, but we had a really great response and we're hoping just for it to be bigger and better every single year. So I know when people, I know how this works. I know people will come and they'll look through things and, yeah. and then they'll leave yeah. and they'll say, I should have bought that. 100%. I, I, why didn't I buy that when yeah. I had the chance? Because now I don't have a clue yeah. how to find that person again. Exactly. Can they reach out to Lakeland College they, or something yes, like that happens? for sure. Anyone can reach out to us. We have um, our Indigenous Support Services Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, we're constantly checking messages on that. We obviously would love to welcome more vendors in the future. So if anyone wants to reach out to us as well, we will welcome that as well. So. Thank you both. Is there anything we're forgetting? No, I don't think so. No, thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Really appreciate you guys coming on and spending some time with us. Yeah, yeah. thank you. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back here with the Indigenous, Maker, Indigenous Makers Market here at Lakeland College. At Lloydminster and District Co-op, membership matters more. Because being part of a co-op means you're connected to something bigger than yourself. From long-held legacy by those who built our communities to people you call family, friends, and neighbours. When you're a Lloyd Co-op member, you're an owner in a local business that prides itself on purpose alongside profit. You earn cash back, you help support causes that matter most, and you're building a better way of life for the next generation. Membership matters more. I'm Brian Zintrak of PipelineOnline.ca. I used to be a pipeliner and I've spent the last 15 years reporting on energy in Saskatchewan. PipelineOnline.ca provides comprehensive coverage of light oil, heavy oil, lithium, helium, power production including coal, wind, solar, geothermal, natural gas and nuclear. There's a lot happening in Saskatchewan's energy sector and Pipeline Online is there for all of it. No one else comes even close. It's more than just taxes at LNACPA. Assurance, accounting, retirement planning, estate planning, business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNACPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNACPA, with offices in Provost, Vermilion, and Lloydminster. At Jason Arden and Associates Cooperators, we're proud to be a top-rated local insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first. 
At Cooperators, one of our core values is to support the communities we live in. When you support Jason Arden and Associates Cooperators, you are supporting local nonprofits and initiatives. Since 2020, we have donated 60,000 to local nonprofits, youth sponsorships, and various special projects. When was the last time your insurance company did that? This is my first. <laughs> come, come on in. Uh, welcome back to the Indigenous Makers Market here at Lakeland College. Uh, this is going to go on till around 1.30 this afternoon. And uh, we want to talk to a couple of the uh, makers here, including Mimi Boyer, who is here, and uh, Verna Patekin is going to join us as uh, she's going to make her way uh, down here and join us as well. But... Uh, Thanks for taking the time to yes. talk to us. Uh, we got somebody. Yeah. We got Denisha watching your booth for yeah. us uh, here, <laughs> yes. right now. So yeah. um, let's talk about uh, what you've brought to the uh, okay. to the Indigenous Makers Market. Yes. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I learned how to bake, bake through COVID. So COVID was a time I thought, okay, what I'm going to do with my, the rest of my life, basically. So anyway, I um, went on YouTube and decided that's what I was going to do. I've always wanted to learn, so there was a good time. I had nothing but time. So yeah, so I learned how to be, and I just, it was just something about it that I just fell in love with, and I basically beat every day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did you, like, what, what was it about beating that drew you to it? Well, I'm meaty as well, as it is, and I, there's just something about creating. I, I'm quite, I'm kind of artistic anyway, and I decided, you know what, the beading is like, it's just whatever, whatever I start, I get pleasure out of it. And so I do a lot of poppies, which is a huge, huge uh, thing through Oh, poppies. you're There's the a... poppy lady. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, yes. Well, yeah. I actually saw an RCMP officer who had one yes, on. Yes, I've been selling them to the RCMP just everywhere, but yeah. Like, oh, so... okay. So I have heard about you without meeting you. Well, maybe that's yeah. Where, maybe that's because when said. I talked, I yeah. When when we were talking yes. earlier, yes. well, there's one of your poppies right there. Yeah. What what are the what are the chances somebody yeah. walked by with one on? But yeah. but um, when I talked, I said I recognize your name for some reason. Okay. Well, I guess now we know. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. are those the most popular? Yes. Well, they're very popular. I I do uh, make moccasins now too. I took a course in Vermilion last January and uh, took a liking to that. So now I'm making moccasins and uh, lanyards and keychains and uh, custom some stuff that people want to do. A lady just stopped by and she has a, a piece that was given to her like of her dad's and it needs a little bit of TLC. So I'm gonna be working on some of the, uh, restoring some of her pieces, so. Were you interested in beading before COVID? Um, always wanted to learn, but life is so busy. So after the thing is, I get okay. This is the, this is the time, and I just went on YouTube. There's so much information on there. I didn't have too many beads uh, to get started, but happened. My brother is quite artistic too, and so he brought me whatever he had, and uh, he had to go to Edmonton one day, and he loaded up, come back with a whole load of beads and <laughs> supplies. So yeah. So my favorite place is when I go to Edmonton. I don't go to Western Mall. I go to Halfords to stock up on leather okay. and beads and all that kind of stuff. What, what are we talking about? We're talking about your product. We're talking about, like I see you've got everything on the table. Tell us about yeah. some of your products. Well, I'm learning, I, I'm making some um, purses, like custom-made purses, uh, just small under your clothes type things. Um, I do, um, 
I like I'm doing some arty arty stuff now. Um, it's just hearts with um, different textures of beads and different no design, but it's art. I call it my favorite art because I don't know what's what I'm beading till I'm done. But yeah, so the moccasins are. are are a thing. I'm actually teaching now. Teaching oh, really? Beating. Yes. So last year I was asked um, through the um, Saskatchewan Media Society to uh, if I would do some teaching. So I taught a grade 8 class at um, E.S. Laird and um, the library. I did 25 ladies there. And since then I went, this fall I went to Coal Lake and taught um, I made 60 kits, but I taught like 30 women. And in February, I'm going to the Marshall School and teaching 90 kids. Where can you where can you find your products? Where do you sell your products? So, well, selling it uh, basically, I, it comes to me because I'm I'm never out there looking for place to sell it. It's just like I get a phone call, we're having this or having that. Would you like to bring your stuff? So basically, I I do for me not really to go out there and sell it, but it seems like it's coming to me, so it's a good thing. So if people want to learn more information about you, yes. where, where can they find that? Yeah, well, I, I have um, just through Facebook. I I have business cards. I have been, that kind of thing. But the teaching thing, I really really enjoy teaching it, and I sell the kits too, so people can take home and. Add, add or try try their own gift gift to see if they're gifted. Well, that's cool. Yeah. When you uh, would, do, you just go to schools, or do people come? Like, do you go to people's houses? Or? I could do anything. What? I could I could go if there was a ladies group that wanted to uh, spend an afternoon learning how to read, I'd come and do it. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Anything I'm forgetting to ask you that you want people to know about your uh, beading or your product? Just or the, the teaching. Yeah. Well, the teaching is like I find it's amazing how some people just grasp it and some struggle with it just like life you know yeah well it <laughs> doesn't look like... that easy to me <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm totally enjoying it and I they just phoned me yesterday to see if I would like to come today so I was gonna ask you I, how'd I, you find I, out I live in the neighborhood <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask you how'd you find out about the market yeah but, but I, they had one last year and so they invited me last year to come and so that was basically my kind of my newish new thing to get out there and sell it but yeah I um, yeah I'm just totally enjoying it it's my it's my new thing thank you Mimi appreciate yes, it thank you very much yep. we'll take a break and we'll come back we'll see some people are really shy then they find out there's cameras and they they oh, they, yeah. they run away from us but we're gonna see if we can get Verna Pataken to come on and talk to us about her product in just a moment how can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada the answer is closer than you think sell your scrap metals to PWM steel PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. 
Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Welcome back to the Indigenous Makers Market here at Lakeland College. Runs till about 1.30 uh, this afternoon, and we are excited that uh, Verna Patekin has uh, joined us. Now, Mona's sitting at the next table. We asked her to come on with you. She would not. She was scared. <laughs> but she said, Verna will come on. Yeah, and then when I walked over and, and asked you if you would come on, she looked at me and said, I told you she would. <laughs> so um, when I look at your booth, I see popcorn. Yeah. Tell us about your product. So my, um, I have, uh, my popcorn is homemade. And I make it all at home. And it's, uh, I do a variety of flavors. So when I first started, when I first started making popcorn, it was actually by coincidence. Well, yeah. We went to a fair in Vermilion, and I had my first kettle corn, and I okay. thought, oh man, this is so good. So I figured, I was like, nobody does this at home. I was like, I should start doing this. So I did, and it was first to fundraise, fundraise to help with my son's hockey. And so I started making it, and then first it was to family, and they were like, you should sell this. So then, so I started selling it a little bit, like it was just a side thing. And then within a year, maybe a year, it just blew up and I couldn't keep up with orders. So, so what you're saying is your son had the best hockey equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the line, right? Yeah. So then I started from a little whirly pot and then, then I invested in What do you, what do you mean? That's how you made your popcorn? Just a whirly pot? Just a little whirly pot. That's how I started. Okay, what's a whirly pot? It's, like, a, so? it's like a pot with a handle and you crank it. So it's like, a, what do you call those? The uh, what do you call it? Um, just, you it, just turns, it, uh, it turns it turns the popcorn in the, popcorn. the pot. Okay, yeah. so it's almost it's like winding. you see, but manual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm young enough to remember when my mom would put oil in a yeah. in a pot and then just throw the popcorn in. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. there weren't. I don't know. Maybe there was popcorn makers, but we didn't have them. Yeah. So now, what are you doing? Now I have like a ninety quart, um, ninety quart kettle corn machine and that's where I make my popcorn so I make like I started from the kettle corn and then I got bored of just making kettle corn so I <laughs> moved to a, um so when you say kettle caramel. corn you mean these bags of corn like yeah. bags of popcorn bags of popcorn okay so then kettle corn and then I moved to caramel and then after that I learned that I could just try other flavors so then I started doing a lot of other flavors along the way Tell us about some of those flavors. So um, I started with the kettle corn, and then I moved on to the... So when you say kettle corn, you just mean regular popcorn? Like, no, this is sugar with a little bit of salt. Okay. Yeah, okay. and then caramel, and then I got, I added dill pickle, cheesy dill, um, uh, uh, rainbow, and it's got like seven fruity flavors. And then I have a mix, our mix, which is... Um, LVL mix and it's a uh, buttery sweet and salty and caramel and then I have my Christmas flavors too which is Christmas and that's like cherry and green apple I've got my Rudolph which is uh, caramel chocolate with a little bit of cherry and then I have my specialty popcorn that you don't find in my regular line so I got like this um, this what do you call it um, I've got uh, reindeer crunch the Rudolph, um, uh, 
Christmas delight, and that's everybody's favorite. That's like the kettle corn drizzled in chocolate. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's always. How did you that come up one. with that? Um, I just do a lot of research online, and then like I get bored, so I have to always change it up a bit. Yeah. What What makes your popcorn? Like, because you mentioned you you saw this in Vermilion, yeah, and then decided, hey, I can do this. Yeah. Did you think I could do this better? Like, what makes your popcorn so? Like you said, it just blew up. Is this, what, what is it that makes yours so good? Um, it's fresh. Because I've heard of you. Yeah. Like if if I've heard of you, then it must be really good. So it's I make it I make it at home, so it's always fresh. Like my products don't they don't I don't keep them for long. They don't stay on the shelf for no, long. No, no. So. Um, there's cakes over there. Yeah. Or they look like cakes. To well, me. they're like popcorn, like they're bowls. I don't do like a I popcorn ball kind yeah, of thing, but no, in a cake or no, 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 no. It's just like loose, like just loose popcorn, oh. and it's like a big bowl where you know people. Oh, can, okay. I thought yeah. it was an actual cake. No. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this since 2017. Who's helped you out? Um, so I've had my family. So I've got had my husband, uh, my husband and my son, and then family, like my husband's family, my family, and friends. They've helped me along the way. So you get big orders come in, or I have really big. Yeah, I have. I do like small orders. I got big orders, and I do corporate orders. You ever think about trying to get it into grocery stores and stuff like that, or too I much? I do. Just maybe when my son is done playing hockey, then yes. Right now, it's all going to yeah. his equipment. Yes. <laughs> well, hockey's so, not cheap. No, because I mean, he's, he's playing junior A in uh, Comox, BC. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's a pretty penny to spend, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> well, maybe someday he'll get good enough where he can take care yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do plan on expanding more. Like once he, he's done with the hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so you just sold a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, where can people find more information out about you, Verna? Uh, so I have. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, is it just Verna Patekin or no? Uh, my Facebook page is LVL Gourmet Popcorn, and you LVL. can find. Yeah, you can contact me there. Um, I'm usually I have popcorn in Saint Wilbert at Kim Service. Uh, Onion Lake at uh, Bakahoo Mall and in Frog Lake Syntex store. I don't. I, I used to sell it here at the DIY center, but they closed right. down, so I didn't really have time to go out and ask anybody else if they could carry my line right. of products. Um, so is there any place in Lloyd? Like, do you go to the farmers market or anything? Yeah, like that? I usually go to the farmers market. Well, not I. It I gone to a couple farmers markets here and then I was at the Christmas market here yeah like this past this past uh, Saturday yeah and then I don't plan on going this Saturday so okay but usually you can contact me um, through Facebook or my phone number which is 780-214-1955 and I can always meet up with you wherever in Lloyd how did you find out about this one how did you find out about this market? Um, I was contacted through um, Joey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you want people to know about your product? Nope. Just that it's good and the product speaks for itself. So. Were you surprised at what it took off? You're like, it's just like, Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Because then I'm like, when it took off, like I couldn't keep up and I, like it was overwhelming. 
So investing in the bigger kettle corn is really good. <laughs> awesome, Vern. I really appreciate you yeah. coming on. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for coming and telling us You're about welcome. it. We really appreciate it. Well, she mentioned the... Uh, the Border City Farmers Market that she was at last Saturday. Uh, we are at there this Saturday. Verna might not be there, but we're going to be there <laughs> again. We'll be. That's our next show. It comes to you on Saturday morning, 11 o'clock from the Service Sports Centre. Thanks for joining us here at the Indigenous Makers Market. Remember, they're open till 1.30 this afternoon. And if you want any questions or anything, you can contact Lakeland College. Thank you. Thank you.